This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Say what? Welcome to the Red Reaction Show. Should be a little bit interesting tonight, right? Let's do this. Let's get into it. I've been waiting about 24 hours. Because I, man, okay. 913-586-7610. Dusty Likens, Nick Price. Not our show. It's yours. Here on 610 Sports Radio, you just heard two guys that I consider friends for the Nate Taylor Show, Carrington Harrison and Nate Taylor. Kind of give you all the audio sound, all the stuff. So, I mean, this is all you. You know, I know that I know there's people out there that are pissed. Uh, you can say whatever you want. Yeah, we want to hear it. You just can't cuss. That's my only rule. Yeah. You say whatever you want. Just can't cuss. I will tell you this. If there's anything that upset me yesterday, I'm no longer in the uh, Sixth Inch Survivor Pool. Sorry to those who chose me. Rookie season. Not good. Cincinnati last week, Chiefs this week. Blame the Chiefs again if you want. Don't blame me. But I think I'm going to know the narrative tonight of where people are coming from. And before we take calls on 913-586-7610 here on the Red Reaction Show, again, not my show, it's yours. Chiefs lose to the Colts. Down to the wire finish. A game in which I think from the second quarter on, a lot of us had the same opinion. Oh, man. It's going to be one of those. Because what I was saying about this game and what this game I think had to be, and I still, I get it. Some people are going to think that this is a typical cliche trap game. I don't believe in trap games. I think what happened is just poor execution. And I think finger pointing got in the way. I think there was a lot of me and not enough of we in this game. Bat signal's out. Been answered. Oh, yeah. All right. Our bat signal is just the number. And then we'll get to you, Batman. Big T, Danny KCK, David, John, Omar, all you guys that can consistently join this show on the Red Reaction Show again. Dusty like is Nick Price. So let's, let's, before we get super gnarly... Because I think this show could go off the rails. 
don't know if it will. I think there's a pretty good chance, though. And, and maybe it's it's going it, to be my fault. That was, I mean, that I, was one of those games that yeah. just inherently will get people off the rails. Right. You and know, I, me included. Yeah, and I, I, I think what I'm going to say is it, it might be offensive. I don't know. But a lot of drama in the fan base. A little dramatic for me at times. I'm not saying that I'm the I'm the best fan or that I know all the answers. But I know that this game doesn't mean a whole lot. Now, hindsight 2020, right? Everybody ended up losing the rest of the day. Denver obviously wins, Miami wins. It doesn't that doesn't matter uh in in the month of September, right? Nothing again, nothing matters until we get to December. Now I can't say that you can go two wins into December. That's you're taking the the obvious and taking it out of the of the context. But we have to remember, right? Every week gets a little bit more and more choppy. Week one, and I listened to a couple of different stations, different people. Week one, the offense was figured out. I thought that the Chiefs were, and I personally said this, I thought the Chiefs were about two to three weeks ahead of everybody else just because of the way it looked, the rhythm, and the flow. Week two, tough game, right? There's nothing really you can judge on that. Just hold on to your butts. Herbert, Mahomes, back and forth, and it was. Pretty much knew you were going to beat Arizona single-handedly. Shouldn't have any issues with it. Pretty sure you were going to handle things at home versus LA, which is going to be a tough slobber knocker in the words of JR. And it was. And this week you went in five and a half point favorites. You were supposed to win. And the first time that you got to see the ball, your rookie fumbled it on the four yard line. And then it just kind of felt like from then on, it was like, okay, this feels like one of those games. This feels like a hiccup. This feels like the game plan isn't working the way that it should be working. This feels like something's a bit off. And that's why I love listening to Nate Taylor on Monday nights because he, he kind of lets you know, like, there's injuries, right? So things aren't always noticeable. Guys aren't 100% from week one to week three. Guys should be 100% or close to it throughout the season once injuries heal. You lost to the Colts on the road. You're 2-1. Bad loss? Yes. Season over? Absolutely not. AFC West over? Absolutely not. Are you, should you be in a mindset of like, well, I don't know if we can, if we can do it this year. Absolutely not. You were 3-4 and four last year and you won your division with two games left in the season. You went to the AFC Championship game again last season. Nothing matters till December. A little bit dramatic. Yes, it's a bad loss. You shouldn't have lost. You went in there, expectations were high, legal betting and gambling. I'm sure a lot of people put money on the Chiefs early and, and a lot. Didn't happen. I get it. But it ain't over. It's, it's a bad loss. And it's a loss in which I will say this to give it a gambling theme. Seems like a bad loss parlay hit. Your star tight end had to drop a touchdown. There had to be a Patrick Mahomes anytime interception. There had to be a special teams missed field goal. There had to be a special teams fumble. And you had to have a personal foul get called at a crucial time. Plus 3,800. And every single one of those notes hit. 
and you got beat with a bad beat parlay loss. Because all that had to happen to lose that game. That's exactly what happened. If they do one or two of those things and it goes the other way, they end up winning that game. Right. You know, like if they're if they don't muff that kick or the muff that punt right at the beginning of the game, I mean, the Colts didn't have anything on that first offensive drive. Then you put them down within the five yard line, they punch it in, they score to start the game, and then, you know, they're feeling good about themselves. That changes the complexity of the game. Yeah. And I mean, if you don't if you have any faith in your kicker and you actually knock one of those through or you're able to, you know, if Butker's healthy and you're able to just kick the field goal there instead of going for it with a fake field goal. All these different kind of scenarios, it's like if one of those happens, then, you know, they always say like a win percentage or whatever. Yeah. Their win probability is probably up at 95, you know? Yeah. And instead they lost because all of these things happened. And I think that's one reason to kind of pause and take a second. It took a lot of things going wrong and just terrible execution and bad decision-making for this team to lose by three. And you still had a decent chance at the end. Too. Sure. So, yeah. you know, if you're healthy, if you're not making mistakes like that, once you tighten this up, as they always do, as they move forward in the season, uh-huh. this can just be a learning experience. They can move on, not think about it again. Yeah. I mean, it's an early season, a little bit of, little bit of me, not a lot of wheeze. It was bad, though. Not gel completely. It was for sure. It was bad. Yeah, I mean, you were. It was ugly. Like you gave up a game-winning drive to Matt Ryan and Mm -hmm. the Indianapolis Colts. And and it reminded me a lot of last year when they were struggling earlier in the season last year Mm -hmm. of just not doing the right things, not protecting the football, you know, not being sound on special teams, all all of the above. I mean, everything that could have gone wrong in that game pretty much went wrong. They're going to tighten it up. They're going to be fine. But that was bad. Yeah, nine one three five eight six seven six ten. Bat signals out. Batman, go ahead. Kelly Ho. Am I on? You're good. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Well, <laughs> it's a delay. Uh, I'm just telling you, I had, I think the Joker has gone ahead and found a machine to go ahead and interfere with the bat phone. Mm. So we'll be fixed next time. Uh, man, I have a, what, what can you say about this? It's like, uh, thank God that we got Mitch, you know, that, that pretty much he's right there watching everything, every move, but, you know, he's a, uh, what he can tell us everything that you need to know. You, you should always, uh, that's a rule that I learned uh, early in the bat cave when I was hanging in the cave is that I guarantee you that we listen to, we turn down the TV and we listen to the local broadcast. But uh, I know how the coach is. I know how Ke- coach Andy is. And he does this, the season in the four game segments and everything. And then they reassess uh, and have a, usually something really good happens with that situation injuries and stuff like that, uh, you know, we're doing good. We really are come out pretty good as far as injuries, and and we're at the top of the league. You know, what I'm saying is, like, we're sitting real good as far as this first quarter. So that this next game to me is, like, the most important of the next quarter because it's getting that – we had to kick out those ghosts of Tommy Brady when we kept playing – you know, when we kept playing those those games with him. And and then he got he doesn't beat in the sixth bowl, so we owe we owe him a good showing, you know what I'm saying? And that will, should springboard us into the that, that next court, the next four games. And that's how Andy does it. And Andy does it because he's like a machine. He he's the coach of the Red Machine. We, we should be the most feared offense on the face of the planet, but we lost our continuity, our urgency, and I guarantee you, we ain't got no swag. And we, the whole thing blew out when Chris. But Chris Jones got that flag, 
that bogus flag. I, I don't care what he said, man. You know, you know what I'm saying? It, it just blew. It blew our whole machine. It threw a wrench into the works of the red machine. It deflated it. The poor, the play selection went bad. We did all kinds of uh, crazy gadget plays and stuff, but, but we were misfiring. And so that the whole karma was against. And, and, and all I'm going to say about this and this rant is that my God, uh, Juju, look, he's looking good. And I'm telling you, Lightning Bolt Bolton, he made a Willie Lanier hit. And 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 it brought me back to the old days with, with somebody in the middle. Finally, I can't wait till, till we get Mr. Gay back. And, and I'm telling you, the Chiefs are going to be just fine. We're going to roll this train. You know, Big T's got the train. He's going to start the engine. We're going to roll it right on in the Super Bowl. And now that's all the bad has. I love you guys. You rule. Thanks for the phone call, Batman. Hey, you brought up Nick Bolton, I will say. I just want to give a shout-out to that one play where he stuffed him on fourth and short. That was very cool. Yeah, he's a stud. Yeah, I haven't seen that in a while. I haven't seen that kind of play out of a linebacker from us since, like, DJ. And that's an interesting point because that's what the – that's what my roommate and I were kind of talking about is that he kind of reminds us of that because that's the kind of plays that – DJ would make like he would know where the run's going to be and, and would yeah, stop it. He seemed like he was always, you know, two steps ahead. Yeah. And he was always in the right spot. And that's what I see from Nick Bolton. Danny KCK, go ahead, man. Go ahead, Dan. Hey, hey, Dusty. Hi, Nick. How you doing? Now into the out into the power line district to watch the game. Everybody was surprised how the special teams played oh. with Sky more fumbling the ball and uh, and uh, Kelsey dropping the TD. If it wasn't for Chris Jones's penalty, we would have won. But anyway, it's still a long season. And how about the Bills? And how about Drew? What did you think about the Ken Dorsey rant after the game? You know, it was really so surprising how the Bills played. And uh, how about the Chargers? Well, what did you think of, about them getting spanked by the Jaguars? Let's take care of the Bucks. Take As always, Dan with the quick points, the quick hits from Dan and KCK here on the Red Reaction Show, 9135-867610. So, and I know the text lines, they're asking about this, but we'll get to the the B enemy and Mahomes thing because I have an interesting theory on Mahomes. We've got got some some takes on that. It's more so the game and the situation is where we're at right now in, in, in my mind. Bad loss, 100%. Ugly loss, yes. Sloppy, hate to see this type of stuff, of course. Preventable, yeah. Yeah. The thing is, like, does this happen in the NFL quite often? Yeah. Like, a lot of the time. There's teams that lose games they shouldn't. And the games that you lose that you shouldn't, now you got to go win a game that you probably weren't supposed to win. But guess what? Those games are on the schedule. All right, we'll talk about the rest of the league here in a little bit. Like, you look at the AFC West, it's not what we thought it was. We're all wrong on that. Russell Wilson and the Broncos won by scoring 11 points and punting the ball 10 times. Miami won by getting outscored and outgained and out everything offensively. By, like, double. Yeah, not even close, and they lost. So these things happen. The NFL, obviously, we've been told, is a parody within itself. Um... And that's the way that it's just always been. Now, again, we talked about this earlier. Like, it doesn't matter until you get to December. And the Chiefs, you know, or can imagine, will probably have what it takes to get into the playoffs and be a playoff contending team. Now, if they're not, we'll go back and we'll play this audio from September 26, 2022, and we'll call me a fool. 
But let's let's maybe pump the dramatic breaks. You know, let's maybe. Boy, I really needed that catch there from C.D. Lamb. Yeah, that was like a sixty-yard catch. We uh, we both bet on the same thing tonight. Mm. Yeah, that that might have done it right there. Keeping it a uh, team morale here. That's right. Yeah, but I get it. You don't want to lose those games. You want to win those games. That way, you can just keep going forward because it doesn't get any easier, right? We'll, and we'll get into to Hurricane. Is it Ian? I think is what we're calling it. Ian. Uh, I can't keep track. Giselle. Yeah. Um, but. The, the best part about losing something like this, this early when you're not gelled and you're not, you know, structured the way that you want to be to put that gas pedal down and go forward towards the playoffs is that losses like these kind of create what team you really truly are. Because now we'll see Chris Jones not be that way. There's no way that he, he does that again. Because... As much as Andy Reid and Chris Jones probably sat down and he was like, what'd you say? Here's what I said. Okay, well, let's maybe not say that ever again. Let's maybe just, you know, instead of doing that, let's just walk away. You now know that Chris Jones is probably not going to say that because you know if Andy Reid's going to go, hey, man, because if you do that again, like, and it costs us 15 yards in, in basically a game, like, you ain't going to like what, what daddy has for you. You also know, I mean, Sky Moore is going to be taking so many more reps right? when it comes to fielding punts. You know, you're a rookie on this team. You make a mistake like that. You're not going to let it happen again. And Mahomes was still kind of not 100% on target. Like, he missed MVS down the sideline uh, at the very very first drive. Kelsey drops a touchdown in week three. Last year, Kelsey taught, caught the touchdown, almost the exact same play, double move post or double move in the corner. This one's a little bit more center, and he kind of came around the outside. But Kelsey didn't drop that ball in the NFC Championship game. Could care less if he dropped a ball in a week three loss. Doesn't matter. Catch them when it matters. And that's what they're going to do. And that's what this team has done. That's what they continue to do. So the dramatic atmosphere, let's just relax. I get it. You're, you're probably mad. I get why you can be mad. But the season ain't over. There's tons of time to grow from things like these, gel like this, and just continue to be what you've been the last four years. Dominant, winners of the West, AFC Championship you know, contenders. And then you're good. You said it earlier, Dusty, but this is something that I believe every single season when they do the schedule drop and I'm taking a look at it and I'm like, all right, what's what's the Chiefs record going to be or whatever. I always firmly believe that no matter how good your team is, you're going to lose a game that you shouldn't and you're going to win a game that you shouldn't. This is a game they shouldn't have lost. Yeah. So, you know, they just got to make sure that they take care of the rest of them on their schedule because – it's a tough schedule, and they're going to have to go and steal a game, whether it's against well, Buffalo or something like that. You know, I don't know how yeah. tough it is. We'll get into that. We're I don't know. It's it, the, no, the non-conference. No, no. Still just, tough. But just yeah. hold on to we'll, it. We'll talk about it later. Yeah. Big T, round things out in the final segment. We're going to go to break, but you get to take it out. Go ahead. Yeah, hey, thanks for taking my call, fellas. So, uh, yeah, Batman and Dan getting us rolling. They got their eye on the bigger picture, you know, later down the road. That's what's going to matter, but – um. You know, every dog has their day. And, you know, as bad as we played, as flat as we came out, everything that happened, we still were in that game. We were just still – that. you know, we have to play a game like that for our team as crappy as the Indianapolis Colts to beat us. And, you know, you know, the special teams, I think this week, the stench that you played out on that field, the, you know, is turd-esque. You just go to practice this week and you just don't – you go home – 
and you don't go out through the city because you're still stinking up the joint. That's why we lost the damn game. You know, the offensive linemen, you want to get paid, you got beat like a drum. And, and, and offense, you didn't do very good. You didn't block well. Patty Mahomes was running for his life. It just didn't work out well. I expect more out of Andy Reid. Having 10 days off, I expected more. You know, Mr. September, I expected more. But these games are going to happen. Like I said, we're going to lose five or six of these bad boys, and that's just how it rolls. But, you know, there is some some uh, uh, some good that came out of the game. I want to give him some praise. Carlos Dunlap, hell yeah. What a way to play. Uh, uh, Jerry Sneed, you are bringing it too, baby. The defensive line, they played really well. And I know Chris Jones had that BS call, and Dusty talked about it. He'll learn from that. And it's just one of those crap calls that the NFL is doing now. They just like to select certain guys. And, you know, they say there's a, a hurricane coming to, to, to Tampa uh, later this week. But you know what, Tampa Bay, you're not have to kind of worry about that. You don't have to worry about the Kansas City Chiefs because we're going to blow you away. And as always, let's go Chiefs. As always, thanks to you, Big T and Shawnee, for the phone calls and the, uh, the elaborations of the season. Stay with us all week. Um, we come back. I want to talk about the Eric Bieniemy Patrick Mahomes thing because I think I have a good like theory on it because I think I see it from both sides and also the message getting pushed because I'll be honest with you right now. I definitely think there is something there. This is the Red Reaction Show with Dusty Likens, brought to you by Hellsberg Diamonds, the official jeweler of the Kansas City Chiefs, serving the kingdom for over 100 years in 200 locations on your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Welcome back to the Red Reaction Show. Taking your calls now at 913-576-7610. Here's Dusty Likens. And Nick Price. After seeing the video, I mean, I see why people thought it was a bigger deal than it actually was. Um, Obviously, as an offensive player and someone that wants to score every single time you're on the field, I wanted to go. I wanted to take another chance and try to get it down the field and get out of bounds or, or something like that, um, and try to give us a chance to either throw a hail mary or, or take a field goal. But um, they had kind of made the decision, not just uh, Coach Bienemy. I think it was uh, Coach Reed and the whole offensive staff that we were in a good spot. We had the we had the lead and and we could just kind of get to the half um, and kind of refocus and, and kind of having the ball coming out of half and we w- didn't want to make a, a big mistake there at the half. So. Um, that's their jobs, and I, I got to be better at uh, knowing when when that, that is the right decision. But at the same time, I, I always want to score. I think that's kind of who I am. That Patrick Mahomes in the press conference after the game, obviously addressing the Eric Bieniemy situation on the sidelines that happened um, at the end of the first half. I'm going to be real with you because that's what I try to be. I don't try to have any sort of bias or anything like that. I think there's definitely something there. Now, I get it. Carrington Harrison had a great question with Patrick Mahomes on the drive, which you can hear every Monday at 2.15 and 5.15. Carrington, Patrick Mahomes, and he asked him, you know, this guy's called you a competitive prick. You're a very high-strung guy when the game's on the line. But I think there's two things that come of this for myself. Um, And I think for one of them, it's 
I think there's too many voices. That's the first one. And I think that Mahomes and Reed have such a solid relationship and have a solid just back and forth, know each other well, know what the other one's trying to do, knows what he's trying to do, knows what they want to get out of it. And then there's Eric Bieniemy. And I'm not saying that Eric Bieniemy isn't liked. I'm not saying any of that because I don't think that to be true. But I think that his title is the offensive coordinator. I think that he does have some sort of leverage when it comes to play calling. And I think that's what leads up to my second thing here is when are they going to get to the point where they let Mahomes become the play caller? Because like most, I get it. Most of the time they're going to shoot you a couple ideas. You're going to figure it out. You're going to put somebody in motion. And then that's where Mahomes kind of takes over is with the game at a point where, okay, here's the deal. We're going to go run this play, send so-and-so in motion so you can see if they're in man or zone, and then adjust to that. That's where they trust Mahomes. But in the video of the sideline incident, if you look at what they're considering to be something small that's now being portrayed as something much bigger than it looked, you can tell that Mahomes and Biennemi are going at it, and then at some point, Andy Reid walks over, grabs him by the wrist, not like, forcefully or anything. He just kind of puts his hand on his wrist to kind of give him the notion of like, Hey, let's just get to the locker room. You know, let's go where we're, you know, let's not take this space. inside. Yeah. And the analogy it gives me is like, I'm sure you've seen this with your friends before. Like your friend that has, you know, a girlfriend or a wife, fiance, whatever it may be, vice versa, husband, fiance, boyfriend. And at some point in the night, you see those two over off in the corner having an aggressive conversation. And when the conversation's over, some of the friends go up to the guy or the girl and they ask, is everything all right? And the number one response you most often get the not is, yeah, yeah, everything's fine. Yeah, it's good. And you respond with, you're sure? Yeah. Okay. Because it, it looked intense. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, we're, we're good. We're good. And then somebody that hears that is going to think in one direction – Okay, you know, they say it's fine. I think it's fine. It's fine. And then there's going to be the other person, which is what I am right now, going, you might say it's fine, but there's definitely something that's getting rubbed the wrong way in this situation. Somebody's doing something the other doesn't like, which is causing the other to do something the other person doesn't like, which is cause for not a disaster, but just consistent disagreement non-stop bickering that eventually leads to the catastrophic blow up, which I don't think the chiefs can get to that point because I just think that they're more professional than that. They, they run a tighter ship than that. They're, they're professional. They've again, been to back-to-back Super Bowls. They've been to four straight AFC championship games. They're winners. They're, they're a, they're a franchise that knows what they're doing, but you have the best quarterback in football and you have a quarterback who is, not satisfied until the throat has been ripped from the body. And this is kind of the similar situation we saw in that end of the AFC championship game in the first half to Cincinnati, 
They didn't like the play calling. You hear Tyreek Hill in that audio saying we should have got points there. There's, you know, there's other factors that that have happened before where we've seen this type of stuff happen. And I'm not going to give LaShawn McCoy credit and say that, you know, what he's saying has any sort of merit. But I will say this. There's definitely something there. They're not. The honeymoon stage is over. Like the Mahomes being the the gunslinger, wild kid, what's he going to do next? Like that's all, that part's over. Just like in relationships. The whole honeymoon phase is done. Now it's solely a business. Now it's like how successful can we be? We have a really good chance of consistently winning if we let this person do what they can do best. And when anything gets in the middle of dejecting that to be true, then things get a little bit dicey. So, yes, I do think something's there. What is the magnitude of it? It's minimal. It's nothing to be worried about, I don't think. But it's something to keep your eye on. I think this is something, too, where you haven't really seen this exact dynamic play out very much in the NFL of where you've got a superstar quarterback like Patrick Mahomes, who is just such a game changer. You've got an all-time head coach, Hall of Fame head coach. And then you've got another guy in there calling the plays. And I think that, you know, it's kind of one of those too many cooks in the kitchen things one to, at, at certain times. Yeah. And you see it where it's a lot easier if it's just, hey, it's Mahomes and this guy or it's Mahomes and that guy. But when there's three voices in there and maybe two of them agree on something or, you know, one of them doesn't agree, vice versa, however it shakes out, somebody in that situation is going to get frustrated that they weren't the voice that was being heard. And ultimately – like you said, I mean, Mahomes wants to go for the throat all the time. He wants to go for the big play. He's done it many times, so he's not unjust in asking for that. And Andy and Mahomes have had a lot of success together. They predate when Eric Bieniemy came in as offensive coordinator. You know, he was with the team, but he wasn't in that position. So I think it's one of those things where, yeah, there's going to be some disagreements and some butting of heads. I don't know the exact extent. A lot of this is speculation, right? Because we don't know what actually happens behind closed doors. But it's like you said. Are you sure you're fine? Like, are you sure everything's good? Yeah. Like, because that looked like maybe it wasn't. I don't know if there's anything more than that. You know, it might have just been a heat of the moment thing like they're saying. But we also know that this team is really, really good when it comes to their public relations and getting on the same page and having the same message about things. And, I mean, you heard it from Pat. You heard it from Andy. Uh, it got blown out of proportion. I don't know. I, I think this is something that we're not going to find out, like, the actual truth about until years down the road when you get some kind of last dance documentary about this team. Uh-huh. But it, for the time being, I mean, it's definitely important to this team to understand the dynamics that are going on, especially when it comes to an offense that, I mean, quite frankly, until it's gotten to that playoff push time where everybody buckles down and every and they kind of go to more of that that freestyle offense that they like to go to, where they're like, "Hey, let's just get Mahomes out in motion. Let's have Kelsey break down his routes, that kind of thing." I mean, it's unstoppable. But when they're trying to do a little bit more of this structured thing, I don't know exactly where it's coming from, but I feel like that could be part of it too. Is that it's causing a little bit of a tiff between certain members of the offense who are trying to put together a game plan and certain members of the offense who don't really want to go with that game plan and they want to go with something more aggressive. Yeah, I think they just – 
I that think was, when that was have... some big like PC talk from me yeah. there. But you, you get what I'm saying. Like, yeah, let Nick I, cook. Yeah, like I I just think that they're and chicken. I think there's <laughs> I think there's definitely some headbutting going on sure. there, and we're never gonna actually hear the truth about it until a long time from now. Nor and do we have to. We don't have to. It's not I mean, any of our business. I just can you can you can look at a situation and know that that what's being said is is different than what's probably going on. Right. And that's their that's exactly what they're in this business to do. They're there to to let you know that hey, we're professionals, we're men, we'll figure this out. Everything's fine. Do we bicker? Absolutely. I work at a restaurant, have a really good friend that I work with. Uh are there days where I'm like, "What are you doing?" Yes, 100%. Are most days like Mahomes said last year, rainbows and butterflies. Yeah, but there is going to be a time where somebody does something that you don't like or you don't agree with because of your competitive nature, and that's exactly what happened. But I'm just telling you, something was there. It wasn't, it wasn't just something that was, oh, they're right. No. It's something to think about. Something to keep an eye on. Just monitor it. You know. We come back, Chris Jones and this special teams and why everything will be different from here on out. This is the Red Reaction Show with Dusty Likens, brought to you by Hellsberg Diamonds, the official jeweler of the Kansas City Chiefs, serving the kingdom for over 100 years in 200 locations. On your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Welcome back to the Red Reaction Show. Taking your calls now at 913-576-7610. Here's Dusty Likens. And Nick Price. Oh, it sucks, man, because I blame myself for that. Um, we was third down. We got off the field. Defense fall hard. And I kind of put us in a situation uh, to get back on the field, and then we got scored on. And that sums up the game. So I take that one. Uh, it was my fault. It was definitely my fault. You know, as, a, as a veteran player on this team, I got to be better, uh, you know, with those type of things, especially those situations. Uh, but it won't happen again for me. Uh, I'll take full blame. Apologize to my team. You know, for putting us in that type of situation. It was third down, we was off the field. Would have gave our offense the ball back. Chris Jones, audio in the post game. You can hear that audio all of the time. 1065, the Wolf, Mitch Holtis, Danny Hughes, and Josh Klingler of Fesco in the morning. Sideline reporter for the Chiefs Radio Network. Of course, you can listen to Jay Binkley do the Arrowhead Pride post game show. Chiefs post game show. I promise you, the, the baseball season will eventually come to an end. And it's got to be close, right? Nine games. Oh, my gosh. Off day today, Detroit, Cleveland, boom, Big Daddy Vern hits vacation. Well-deserved, man. Oh, man. I think he did 160 games this year. So far, he, or he's on pace to do 160. So that's why people love Vern. Um, Chris Jones. Uh, I got a lot of text messages. Um, a lot of anger in these text messages. Like if text messages could have sound, like, you know, in Harry Potter, like the, the newspapers move, mm-hmm. uh, if text could do that, but like it was came out in volume, whew, I would not be able to be around a church with my phone. Yeah. A lot of exclamation uh, yeah. points on the, uh, a lot of, a lot of all caps. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of things that I can't say on this radio station were texting me. A lot of F words. Was... Yeah. Um, that good. Yeah. So good. The thing is, I have a little bit of mixed emotions with this situation because with Chris Jones doing that to Matt Ryan, that's a big play. 
right? Like that's, if you could go back and watch the game, you got to think to yourself, okay, that's it. It's over. That's sack. Even they, they're not going to go for it. There's too much time to go for it here. It's not panic mode yet. They're still, I think at the point, I think there was like less than four minutes because they had the ball forever on that final drive. Uh, but I think there was like less than four minutes. Left. So we, if, if, if we can go back and think about the situation, if the Chiefs, in fact, get the ball back, Chris Jones just let it go, you know, moved on. And I get it. And like that game, it wasn't like Matt Ryan never got touched. Matt Ryan was getting blown apart in that game. Like when LeJarrius Sneed snacked, uh, sacked him and it looked like he just like hit a landmine and the ball flew out and his legs were above his head. And you're like, okay. You're like, Matt Ryan is basically last year's Joe Flacco. He is a statue behind the center. All you got to do is get to him quickly and he'll just, he'll shut down or he'll get hit. And Chris Jones said something and then he said something else. And then he said the magic word or words. And then that made the referee throw the flat. Now here's the, the mixed emotions kicking in. It is the NFL. I know they have their rules about what certain things cannot be said. And no matter what, they will demand a flag being thrown for unsportsmanlike conduct. And my thing is, I felt like that rule was basically planted into the NFL because they just didn't want to have people get into fights. And that if a word was said and a fight then broke out, then that person got a flag. Matt Ryan knew exactly what he was doing. He was the defenseless, old MVP quarterback, had, you know, end of his career, looked like he was laying there helpless, stands up, kind of nods his head, and then boom, flag. Chris Jones can't do that. But also, like, what's the line in the NFL? Because nothing happened against Tom Brady and Marshawn Lattimore, except Mike Evans and Marshawn Lattimore literally going to blows. We got kicked out for fighting. Tom Brady, you can read his lips. He does not say any kind words like sugar, sweet, or flour when he looks at Lattimore. And nothing was said. And there's other situations that you have seen, or if you're like me, you listen to every game in high volume, and you can hear players when a tackle gets made. And you can hear audio getting, getting said, and nothing happens. And that's also a very, very intense time of a game. And the one thing I do hate is when the officiating dictates which way the score will end up. And that's kind of what happened. The other thing is your special teams was absolutely terrible and they didn't give you any reason to be successful in that game. They left four points off the board. If they make the extra point and they make the field goal, you don't worry about the Colts scoring. The game is over again. Yesterday's loss was a bad beat parlay that every single note hit on like a plus 3,800 parlay. That's what happened. And I do believe Chris Jones. I do believe that that man is upset because Chris Jones is a very colorful person. He's very flamboyant. He's very loud. He's very funny. He's very honest. Now, all of you that were mad at me that didn't buy him a snow cone, I bet you're friends with me now. I bet you like dust, man. I'm glad you didn't get him a snow cone. 
Somebody texted me yesterday. I swear to you, Nick. <laughs> Somebody said, you know what? Now I'm glad that you didn't get Chris Jones a snow cone. I'm like, well, well, I knew you guys would come around. But the thing is, I do truly believe Chris Jones when he says, I can't do that. This is on me. I apologize. He laid on the grenade first. Travis Kelsey then took a grenade later on and said, I got to catch that ball. That's on me. We're going to get better, blah, blah, blah. And then Mahomes, he does it. So again, yes, I would rather Chris Jones do this in a week three meaningless game against Indianapolis as opposed to him do this against Baltimore in the playoffs. Do it now. Learn from your mistakes. Bear your scars of a, of a humiliating penalty, and, and, and which is going to get everyone to think that it's your fault. Sorry. It, it is. I don't think so. I mean, I, I blame fumbling the ball inside the opponent's five. Missing field goals, going for it on fourth and ten when you have the best quarterback in the league. But you're going to let Tommy Townsend throw it. Again, I'm not here to bicker. I promise. But I'm just telling you, I do believe Chris Jones. I do think there's two sides of this story where it's like, how bad was it? We're never going to know. I've been trying all day and all day yesterday to figure out what Chris Jones could have possibly said, and I have zero zilch, not a nothing. I mean, either it was a terrible call that should have been called, or he said something, like you said, that the NFL just doesn't want said because it's going to start a fight. Right. And, you know, this makes me think of uh, my my beer league softball team that we play mm. on, you know, nice. we, uh, we play this one team and they just kick the crap out of us mm. all the time. And we're like the second or third best team in the league every mm. year. But this C-League? one team top division, but mm. you know, Friday nights, uh, come see us blue Valley. Right. Yeah. Um, but so we go out there and this team, you know, it's a bunch of dudes playing in college and they just whoop us all the time. And one of our teammates, we went on a walk off hops up, said something that he shouldn't have said. He said, F that team. Almost started a fight, right? Like, pretty much did start a fight, but, you know, that everything was over. started a fight, and I sh- of course he did. Yeah, and, you know, those guys uh, on the other team, a little uh, soft, just throwing this out there. But those are the kind of things that, you know, there's other things that you can say in that moment that wouldn't start a fight, that wouldn't actually be a problem, and that's I, – I feel like there's, like, some parallels to that, too, is I hope that Chris Jones finds a different way to channel, you know, because he's got a great personality. He likes to talk. He mm-hmm. likes to jaw with the other team. That's great. But you got to just make this a learning experience to where you're not putting your team in that spot again. And like you said, it's not it's not the reason why they lost. It's a reason mm-hmm. why they weren't able to finish that game off. 913-586-7610. Red React Show, not my show. It's yours. Nick Price, Dusty Like. As we come back, we wrap this thing up and we talk about what's next for the AFC and the AFC West. That is now the league of, well, on expectation. This is the Red Reaction Show with Dusty Likens, brought to you by Hellsberg Diamonds, the official jeweler of the Kansas City Chiefs, serving the kingdom for over 100 years in 200 locations. On your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Welcome back to the Red Reaction Show. Taking your calls now at 913-576-7610. Here's Dusty Likens. And Nick Price. Final few minutes of the show. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for calling into the show tonight. 913-586-7610. Text line same. 913-586-7610. This is the Red Reaction Show. Nick Price, Dusty Likens. Text line says, from the 816, there's nothing Jones could have said that warrants a flag at that point in the game. Not any sequence of words. Look, 
it's a tough one, right? Because like in reality, you're just like, hey, just just next time, just don't keep going. Here's the thing, though, is like you know, there's there's a lot of bad like pass interference calls or yeah. holding calls, stuff like that, and it happens sure. on every play. Yeah. There's a lot of jawing and back and forth and trash talk that happens on every play. It's just one of those things. It's like if you wouldn't have said anything at all or if you would have said something on the other end of it, maybe you don't get the flag. But you can't put yourself in the spot to get the flag. You think he had? He said he had like a tiny manhood? Yeah, Is maybe. that worn a flag? I don't know. That's right. Little blank. You can't just, say that about a man's penis. If you just... Talking the truth, though, you know, it's not slander. The other thing I don't understand is, like, why do you need to talk crap to Matt Ryan? Yeah, I know. Like, he's he's just... Like, the guy blew a 28-3 to lead in the Super Bowl. Well, he didn't, but they lost the Super Bowl in the second half to up 28-3. to Like, that that man doesn't need any sort of, like, hate. And he's old, you know? Yeah, he's 38. He's old. Like, he's just, he's just kind of out there. You could see in his post-game interview that he was shocked they were winners. He doesn't talk trash either. You know, it's not like it's not like talking trash to like Philip Rivers back at the end. Of, yeah, it's at the like end, in the know? world star hip hop videos when a guy gets knocked out and then like the random person comes over for that was watching the fight and just like talks like a whole bunch of spank to to a knocked out yeah. corpse. It's like, what is that doing? How tough are you? You learn from it, though. Like he's not going to do it again. You'd Better rather not. do it. We, well, yeah, I mean, I think, you know, like, I think Andy Reid has enough fear in people to where like he knows he can't do that. Like, we talked earlier about how much people respect Andy Reid and how much people like Andy Reid. I think there's a lot of people that have that like and that respect because they've had the fear of God put in them by Andy Reid. Mm-hmm. Fumble again, you won't play the rest of the season. I better not right, I'm not going to fumble. Yeah. Right? Um, but, again, yesterday, a loss that you don't want to lose. Again, like I said earlier, if you lose a game that you're supposed to win, now you go win a game you were probably supposed to lose. Uh Early in the year, a lot of people are probably like, what, Cincinnati, December 4th, that could be tough. Maybe not. People are like, well, you're probably going to split with the Chargers. You're probably not going to win their play. Well, maybe not. You might now win that game. Chargers are beat up bad. Already. No left tackle. No all-pro all left tackle. Uh, Joey Bosa, all-world defensive end, out. Keenan Allen hurt. J.C. Jackson still not 100%. Here's the one thing, though, Dusty, as we're talking about, you know, what this loss means and, you know, trying to pick one up down the road. My dad just texted me, you know, on the personal text line. And he said, the worst part about yesterday, the absolute worst thing is you could have picked up a game on Buffalo. That sucks. That makes that game against Buffalo and Kansas city huge. Now Uh, bigger than it already was. Yeah. I think again, to clear this all up tonight, You've had your 48 hours now. You can breathe. Season's not over. Team will be all right. They were three and four last year. Won the division with some change. Won in LA on Thursday night last year. You do have a stretch where you're going to play Tampa this week. Who knows where you're playing? Could be New Orleans. Could be in Miami. Could be on Monday night. We don't know yet. Monitor that situation. Raiders, Bills, Niners, bye week. Get everybody right. Non-football related, you have a pair of binoculars or a telescope, look in the east sky, you'll see Jupiter tonight. 
Closest it's been to the Earth's atmosphere since 1963. That's right. Aliens exist. Nick Price, thanks for all your help tonight. For all you people that called and joined the show tonight, I appreciate that much as well. Again, this is the Red Reaction Show. It's not my show. It's not Nick's show. It's your show. No show next Monday, and then we're back every single week. Because then baseball will be over. Go do something nice for somebody. Might just change your life, might change theirs, but we could use it in this nasty, ugly world. Cheese are back at it on Sunday night or maybe Monday night. Dusty Likens, have a good night. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.